All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's good, everybody? All right, real quick, we're going to get this uh, podcast done and out to y'all uh, as fast as we can. Uh, it is league night. We're going to try to get these done on the weekend, but if we can't, we'll uh, we'll get it to y'all same night uh, as the league. Now, uh, episode 138, we're here. We got two quick uh, segments to talk about. We're going to talk about our predictions. As you uh, saw, I did make a few changes because we had to make a, a switch to the schedule. So I'm going to start with uh, our 8 o'clock game. Sorry, our 7 o'clock game. We got uh, the Bullets versus Boop game. I have the Bullets winning 95 to 84. I believe uh, Boop game is going to surprise a lot of teams this year. But I think the size uh, disparity in this game is going to be the problem uh, for their matchup against the Bullets. When you got Reed, Danny. I don't know who's going to keep Danny off the boards. Uh, Sweat. You can't keep – I feel like you can't keep all three. Miles can do, you know, a, a pretty decent job of picking one of them, but then you, you got to be accountable for the other two. And I just think that's just going to spell doom for them, and they're, they're just going to get too many easy buckets at the rim. So I got them winning by 10. But Boo Gang will compete. They'll shoot the ball well. Miles will do his thing. Yeah. I mean, come down – it's going to come down to shooting. If Boo Gang's going to win the game, they will have to have a, a Rockets-type uh, model where they have layups and threes. Yeah. Plain and simple. No, mid, no mid-range. Yeah. It's going to be them making 12 to 15 threes mm-hmm. and getting a lot of layups. That's probably going to be Miles. When, and it's like how it was when they had Westbrook and was, he was getting all the layups. Yeah. And everybody was hitting threes. And James would get a little bit of both. Threes and layups. Yeah. It's kind of, and that's kind of pretty much how I see it. They're not making their threes against this game. They don't have a chance. Because that's the only way you can negate the rebound disadvantage, which is going to be, I feel, a big uh, – Disadvantage to them, so I'm looking at it as a uh, bullets. Ninety boot game, seventy-five. Okay, yo, know, how you like the spread? Do you think that's that's pretty accurate? Close. Or they'll cover it, right? Yeah, they'll cover it. Okay, all right, all right. Eight o'clock. Sorry, not sorry. Versus our, our brand new team, Sharpshooters. Uh, I'm gonna go with sorry, not sorry. Eighty-seven uh, to seventy-one. I think sorry, not sorry bounces back. The new guys, they don't know. I think because they don't know how. Handy and um, and Iso Johnny play. I think that's going to be a problem for them. So I think I think they get out and those two are going to be enough yeah. and they'll produce enough points. I think they'll probably combine for sixty five and up. Right, and that'll be enough to get them over the hump. I think they'll win it uh, pretty easily. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. They're our new team. Um, they have got some guys who can play a little bit. I've seen a couple of those guys kind of do a little something here at the gym, mm. but I don't know if they have. Anybody who can kind of stop Shannon. Oh, you talking about sharpshooters? Yeah, Charles. Okay. Yeah, sorry, sharpshooters. Okay. Uh, but I don't have know if the sharpshooters have anybody who can not only just slow down or stop those guys. I don't even know if they have anybody who can slow down Johnny or Shannon. Not to mention that you, they do have DJ still. They still have Nick. Mm-hmm. They still have other guys who put the ball in the hole too. So. With that being said, I'm going to probably go with sorry, not sorry on this one. I would say by, I'm giving by nine. I'm going to go 99 to 90. Okay. So we're going to pick up the scoring this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that's going to take place yet. I think we'll probably, it, we'll get to the, the high scoring games probably like week yeah. week five, week six. So I'm, most of the games will be around the 87. That's just my opinion. Yeah. New games, new realms, so you may be right. Yeah. Okay, and the nine o'clock game, we got Kings of the North versus five guys. Um, 
this we're we're a ten point underdog coming into the day, <laughs> and I and I calculated this based on um, what they did and what we did. So we had seventy one last game. They had eighty three. So uh, that's how I got the one eighty four line. So it was you know pretty close. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, one one fifty four line. It was pretty close, but I. Obviously, this is my team playing against another team, so it's hard to pick against my team. Uh, but as a spectator, if I was just a guy watching from the sideline, I would predict Kings of the North would win that game, uh, eighty-seven to seventy-eight. I think, you know, we're still, like I said, the first week guys didn't show up, so now we we're still trying to find that chemistry. This is a team that has the chemistry, so that's where the the problems are going to lie. Do I think Kings of the North? could possibly lose the game to five guys sure sure I'm a, I'm a competitor of course I could pick my team to win this game but a lot of things have to go right but right now Kings of the North are clicking on all cylinders so I'm gonna pick them to win this game tonight by nine and this thing about them too uh I feel like maybe stylistically y'all could do some stuff that could get a problem the thing about them make them the most complete team now as far mm-hmm. as the Kings of the North they could play a lot of different styles so they can mm-hmm. play fast mm-hmm. they can play in half court they can slow it down you know, if they want to uh, pound you on the inside, they can pound you on the inside. They have enough shooting to where if they, they you want to get in a shooting battle, they can, you know, do their thing in that as well. So, I would say y'all probably need to speed them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, they can play like that too. Yeah, they can, do, they can do anything. Especially considering that they may have the fastest or quickest guy in the league right now playing on their team. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going with Kings of the North. Uh... That's tough for y'all, man. Y'all starting to fall Y'all be at the bottom, bottom. <laughs> uh, we'll see what sharp students do. Yeah, we see what sharp students look like. <laughs> but uh, we, we, I would go with them, uh, Kings of North, eighty-eight to seventy-five. Okay. All right. Let's uh, move on to our next segment. All right, and now for our next segment, our favorite in the news. Uh, we got sports, music, movies. Let's start with sports. Um, let's start with the NBA first. So the uh, the ring ceremony was last night with the Milwaukee Bucks. The Nets got handled last night by the Bucks, and Giannis he looked pretty good. So with Kyrie Irving and his situation and his unwillingness to you know. Do it, be in compliance and want to participate. Do you think the Nets are still the favorite in the East? Because right now it's saying I'm, it's looking like Milwaukee's going to repeat, not repeat, but as far they'll they'll definitely be the team to represent the East right now. Is how it's looking. They, I know I, I try not to because you know even when I'm judging the Lakers, I try not to judge about one game. But starting off with the the um, how Milwaukee and the Nets looked yesterday, if it was competitive, I could be like okay. It was competitive to by three, two and a half, yeah. almost three quarters, and yeah. then it just kind of. James can't be a facilitator with this team. Mm-mm. Not if Kyrie's not, not on the floor. If Kyrie's there. James has to be thirty point a night. James. Yeah. He don't have to be forty point a night. James. Yeah. But he got to be thirty point a night. James with this team, and I saw him facilitating a little way too much, mm-hmm. considering that you don't have the firepower of having Kyrie there as well. Right. I think he could be more of a facilitator when Kyrie's there, yeah. which is his role with this team, I think, to be a 20 to 25-point guy and have 8-9 assists. But he's trying to be that without that Kyrie firepower. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, Joe Harris and a lot of those other guys, they, they're not going to replace Kyrie. So where are you going to replace that production? James Hep's going to have to be. And that's his thing. 
I don't know if James wants to be that guy anymore. And with James getting a little old, he's not old. Was he 31? 31. Mm-hmm. He's still in his prime. Uh, but for the first time ever, he was injured last year. Um, and I think him being injured and getting a little older now, mm-hmm. I don't know if he really wants to stretch himself to be that, that guy anymore as far as being like that 35 to 40 point a night guy. Mm-hmm. But with Kyrie out, which might be why he wanted to come to the Nets, but with Kyrie out, he may have to stretch himself to be that guy. Now, can he? He has a history of his body with hope being able to hold that. But, strings. but now, like I said, he's getting a little older. And he's no longer down here in Houston. For the first time, we saw him hurt last year. Yeah. Is this something? Is this the new James Harden, or is he gonna go back to the James Harden we know, who can handle that load? So we'll see. Uh, but if if I think they're fine, if James is. 30, 35 point a night, James, to go along with what Kevin Durant does. But if he's going to be 20, 25 point, James, who facilitates. That's not going to be enough. It's probably going to be enough. Especially not, not to beat the, uh, the Bucks. Yeah, not in today's NBA. Um, now, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers also had a game. Um, they lost. to. Uh, I'm not smiling over here. I know y'all think I'm smiling. I'm not smiling. They lost. Um, they lost to the Warriors that did not feature. Uh, Clay Thompson or James Wiseman right. and a game where Steph Curry probably had his worst shooting night that I can remember yeah. um, is there any cause for concern with the Lakers seeing how they lost every single preseason game <laughs> I just had to throw that in there you know I'm going to put it like this LeBron James and Anthony Davis are great basketball players they played well last night. Yeah. They did. Um, Carmelo Anthony, I think, can find a role with his mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. especially off the bench as a guy who just to be a guy, heat him up. And, and That's what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, this is the issue. Russell Westbrook's never been a third wheel, fourth wheel, or fifth wheel. Mm-hmm. Ever. And so in Houston, when he made that transition, he struggled at the beginning, but come December, January, he took off. Mm-hmm. He took off was after 30 a game, damn it. And if the pandemic didn't happen, no telling what would have happened. Yeah, no, exactly. He went to uh, Washington last year. Struggled. He struggled real bad in Washington. In the, the, be- in the beginning, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Then all of a sudden, like, March, January, February came around. He took off again. Yeah. He, like, figured it out. Uh, now, a year older, you're trying to teach an old dog new trick. Now, he's shown the ability to be able to adapt. But this is the thing. Will he is he willing to adapt to being a fourteen point a night guy with about six assists and six rebounds? He ain't gonna get ten rebounds. I mean, he's not. He's not gonna get ten rebounds. He's not gonna get ten assists. I, and that's the thing on this team in his role because he can't shoot. Can't shoot, as we saw. In his role with this team, with him not being able to shoot and not having the ball in his hand as much. Yeah. Can he make that? Adaptation to be that because I think for this team, his best best be a 14, 15 point a night guy with about six assists, about six rebounds. Yeah, playing about 32 minutes. Yeah, because I mean, you, you're looking at him being a, a, AD's, AD's ball dominant, he wants the ball in his hands. Uh, LeBron is ball dominant, we all know right. he wanted a lot of point guard to bring the ball to court, right? Um, then you got Rondo, yeah, so uh, where, where's, he, shooter. where's he gonna get all these assists from? Yeah. That's got to be driving Russ crazy. And so, just the truth be told, and like I said, 
He's never been a third, fourth, or fifth guy. Mm-hmm. Ever. I don't no. think at UCLA. No. <laughs> you know, he's never been a third, fourth, or fifth guy ever. You're telling me just to be a third, fourth, or fifth guy, realistically, he would best fit probably coming off the bench where he could just do what he want to do. Yeah. Him and maybe Carmelo. Him and Melo, yeah. Like, they could just come off the bench and just do what they want to do. But at this point, do you think Russ is ready to take a role to come off the bench? So LeBron can do what he want to do with the first team, and then you, you come in the second team. Does Russ finish the game? He can't. He's a liability, right? Can't shoot. The Lakers are in trouble, man. And we saw this coming. When they signed Russ, I was like, that's not a good fit. It's just not a fit. They were better it off had getting... nothing to do with Russ's ability. Yeah. But it has to do with his ability. But it doesn't have his ability as far as him falling off as a player. Yeah. He just doesn't fit with what they do. No, not at all. It, they were better off with Buddy Hill. I think that would have worked, yeah, actually. Been a better shooter. Yeah. That would have definitely worked. Yeah, or, but... or, you know, they, they should have probably went all in and tried to get Bradley Beal, but they wanted to watch him what's going to do that. No. But, yeah, I, I it it's just not a routine fit. So, in this case, as a player, I don't think they're in trouble with Russ. But as, as a fit, I saw the struggles with the fit yesterday. I saw the struggles with the fit yesterday. So, it... it I'm gonna give it I, I, because they're a championship team. I'm gonna give it a month. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a month. Uh, if, I you see them being, if you don't like what you see, then you're gonna, gonna push the panic button. Yeah, I, I will. I'll give it a good month though. I can see them going five and five in the first month. Yeah, and, and you know, and then we'll see. So okay, let's move on to baseball. The Astros, uh, they won last night, nine to two. Lit up the ninth inning. They had seven runs in the ninth. Um, up three zero right now. Yes, they're currently winning now. I mean, I, I said up six zero. I oh, excuse me. <laughs> I called um, I called the Astros to take the lead in the ninth actually because I was looking at how things were going and I was like, okay, this, this is the lineup that's coming up. If we get if we get that first hit, that's a wrap. We're gonna we're gonna run it up. And I, and I said it would be four to two going into the bottom of the ninth, but nine to two. I was like, oh my gosh, like whew. Yeah. So the Red Sox. I mean, it was you know. They, I mean, they, they were they were ninety two and seventy. I'm just like, where's this dominance coming yeah, from? Yeah. I, 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 I just kept thinking about. It. I'm like, who do they think they are? Like this team was not primed to go to the World Series, so I don't understand how they just started just smacking home runs, the grand slams at yeah. that, just left and right. I was just like, what, what is what is this about? The law averages are just coming full circle. Yeah, That's the bats, the Houston bats are too strong, man. And, and it's just. Um, how it, it does happen sometimes in baseball where teams just get really hot and there's nothing you can do about it. But like I say, it, things always even out. I think the Astros were extremely hot at one point too, and they came back down to earth and now they even out. Uh, the Red Sox, I mean, they had twenty home runs in nine games. That's yeah. unfreaking real. So again, you can't stay on that kind of pace. And also, where did all this good pitching come? They've been an average staff as far as pitching all year. Yeah. So again, the law of average it just it just even out. And truth be told, they 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 are who they are right now. They had a little stint where they were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They became murderous row all of a sudden. They became the 1936 Yankees mm-hmm. when Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig right. <laughs> and all those guys. That's, that's what they looked like at one point. They just hitting back to back grand slams and stuff. It was ridiculous. But now they're starting to come back to who they are. They scored one more right now, last night, yeah. and they got zero right now through six innings. So, so, so Sean, I'm gonna say this again. How is my Houston Atlanta World Series? Look? <laughs> well, it should be three zero. 
It should be three. Atlanta may have blown a huge opportunity. Yeah, five two in the eighth. They they could have put the defending champions away. That would have been it. Now oh three going back, it's over. They they really and they may have just given them given them life. I wouldn't be surprised if. If they won four straight. Yeah. Because they got three games in, in yeah, L.A. Yeah. You, you can't give teams like that yeah. life. That's why, I like, when, uh, Cody, when, the, Cody, when the Astros Cody. were getting yeah. smacked 12 to 1 the other day. Yeah. And I think when the dude struck out Correa yeah. and then started pointing to his uh, wrist doing the, the Correa thing. With they, the time, I was like, Stephen John, that's I was it. like, do not. I was like, that might have been a, That's why Alex Cora was like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. He's like, don't do that because he knew. Yeah. You don't wake a sleeping giant. Same thing in the first series with the White Sox. Yep. They talked all that noise they about talking. after they've been down 2-0, yeah. you win one game, you talk all that noise, they can beat 10-1 the next game. Yeah. You don't awaken a sleeping giant. And yeah. I don't know why they, people don't learn. I guess, well, some of it has to do with people just don't like the Astros. They don't. They just don't like the Astros. It is, is what it it's is. It's funny that that's coming from the Red Sox, though. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. You know, that's another story. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't wake a sleeping giant, man. Just, just let's let your game do all the talking. Don't say nothing. Especially yeah. the good teams and players. Yeah. Okay, so Houston Atlanta World Series that would be legendary <laughs> for the culture. You know, yes. we can see that. We can still see that happen. I would mind visiting both cities for that. I'll try to tell you. <laughs> All right, so the last. Uh, oh, not, I'm sorry. Yeah, last sports topic we have. Let's talk about John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> now, how much information are you privy to on this? On this? On this story? I think I'm pretty informed on this. I think I've been keeping up with it pretty okay. well. Okay. Yeah. Well, shout out to Undisputed for giving me the details and let me know what's really going on. Yeah. So, John Cruden was quote unquote, no, he quote unquote resigned. Yeah. Uh, what was it, last week? Yeah. So, and it started with him saying something about DeMora Smith comparing his lips to the Michelin tires and he said <laughs> not funny, he funny. said that that actually is funny but there's racial you know tone to that so you know connotation so you know we that's why that's why it was an issue Demore Smith does have big lips he does <laughs> that's a fact but you can't say that so um and he tried to compare it to saying that you know guys with big lips I'm sorry guys with rubber lips mean that they're lying or whatever yeah. he was so mad about the NFL lockout, but dude, you wasn't a coach. You even what you so that. mad for? Yeah, yeah. So that didn't make sense to me. Um, then it comes to, come to find out, um, he has a chain of emails where he said he's just going after everybody, every yeah. group, every group. Yeah, uh, he, he, he didn't discriminate on that. Either. Oh, anybody, he went after everybody, <laughs> women, <laughs> LBGT. He just went after everybody. I'm like, I'm like, bro. Yeah, he, like he just went after he ain't like black people. He didn't like black uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. He was against women referees. I'm like, yo, remember real so, though, so I can't tell you. We probably think about women coaches. Oh yeah, in the NFL, yeah. I'm like, hey man, he he just John Gruden, and then honestly, I mean, obviously John Gruden was the fall guy because. If John Gruden said this to whoever, I don't even know the guy he said it yeah, to. Yeah, who he sent the emails to. I don't know. even know who he's that, talking that was, about. Was a, who was it, man? I, I read about it, but not with it, though. And, he, and he, he tried to throw Jeff Fisher in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Fisher's like, nah, don't put me in this. I ain't got nothing to do with this. He said, nah, man, don't, don't drop in my name with this. And, and you know what, Jeff Fisher, I, Jeff Fisher was just a bad coach. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if he had I anything. Know you, I know you was going to say that. He's just bad yeah, you've coach. you've never been a Jeff Fisher guy. I'm, no, I actually did because I was a Titans fan back in the day. Yeah. Back when they had Eddie George, Eddie George Steve. Yeah, yeah, that was my team. But, 
then when you know once I saw how he treated Vince Young, I, I started looking like, hmm, you know. But you know, whatever, man. Uh, John Gruden, he's a liar, and obviously he had to. First of all, when he told that lie about the rubber lips, we should have known more was coming. This is this is this is my opinion on this. So when they asked him about the thing with Demore Smith, I believe that when they asked him, I'm like, okay, John, look, I'm just gonna fill you out. You do understand that I've re- we've read all your emails. Yeah. From 2011 all the way to 2018. So we're asking you about this <laughs> because we're trying to fill you out. And we're going to see if you're going to tell the truth. And he lied. Yeah. He immediately lied. We're like, hey, man, you know we know more, right? There's more. So it's just like, John Gruden, are you an idiot? Like, do you, do you think people are that stupid? Like, okay, yeah, you're a good football coach. You know X's and O's. But do you know common sense? That's right. <laughs> do you know that people are not dumb? Like you can't, you can't football talk your way out of this. So I don't know. What's your take on him? Yeah, you can't. You said everything I, I want to say. Yeah, I would say with Mark Davis, the owner of the uh, Raiders. That's Al Davis' son, right? Yeah. Okay. Like obviously, he's a John Gruden guy. Yeah, that's his guy. But he had to get him up out of there. But. <laughs> He's an idiot too, though, because they asked him about it. The media asked him about it the other day. Yeah. How you feel about everything? He said, "Ask NFL. They the one who did everything." Which lets me know you really didn't want to yeah, fire him. Didn't. That's his boy. That's him. of course he didn't want to fire him. He's like, man, I, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at least say that is unacceptable. And yeah. Yeah. Just, just lie. Yeah. That that was unacceptable, and you know, but what. Need to be done. It's not done. what the Raiders stand for. Yeah, it's not what the Raiders stand for. What need to be done? Got done. All the cliches. Yeah, without throwing your boy under the bus. Right. I get it. But the fact that, but I guess when you got money, yeah. I guess you don't care. You don't say, care. You do and say what you want to say. But the fact he kind of came out and was like, hey, the NFL did what they had to do, whatever. I don't care. And Sh- I was like, what? And, Sh- and Shannon Sharp, man, Shannon Sharp, he died. He was like, he said, uh, he said, it's a lot of guys scrubbing emails right now. <laughs> hey, Sean. And they said, oh, we're not going to release the other emails. Why? Why not? Why make John Gruden the fall guy? So it was a, you know them yeah, owners was probably yeah. talking crazy. So crazy. Imagine what the Texans owner said. Yeah, yeah. Because you know they got all his, uh, yeah, what's, what's his name, McNair? They got all his emails. Maybe his son may not be as bad, yeah. but he probably said some foolishness. Yeah, I mean, well. Sometimes you just need to die. Sometimes, <laughs> exactly. Sometimes that's how the world evolves. But some people, some of these old guys with old thinking, yeah, when they go away, yeah, man. So I can just imagine what he was saying. Yeah. Like he and probably it, said some craziness. And, and like you know, I think thing sad about it. I can see John Gruden, and not saying I'm taking up for him. Yeah. I can see John Gruden just being like a guys guy, yeah. being around a bunch of guys, yeah. saying some wild stuff. And we look at him like, yeah, <laughs> hey man, you can't say that. You can't. But again, you can't say that. What it, it's what he's thinking. Not and it's sometimes you know it's good to kind of let people know who you are. Yeah, and and, and you get handled accordingly. Do you think Hibbert gets another job? No, not in the NFL. Not in anything, right? I'm talking about like related to the NFL. Oh, not related to the NFL. Um, he can't. Like, he can't get a college job. He, he maybe a high can't school. get a college job. He cannot. Oh yeah, you go to one of these little towns. Yeah, yeah. yeah like John school, Gruden, man. of course. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. turn our program around. All right, uh, let's move on to to music. Now, Young Thug came out with an album. I'm not a Young Thug fan. I couldn't tell you one song by Young Thug. <laughs> I just know he's he's talented. He's really good with hooks, yeah. and uh, I'm sure he probably got some jams on there. But 
even though I, you know, I pay for Apple Music, I won't be streaming it. I'm sorry, it's just not my, it's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea, but I will give it a listen when I, uh, if I can ever get to working out again. It's been hard for me to get in the gym. Like yeah, I and, and I haven't been, I haven't really been running. Maybe that's something I'll just try. Like yeah. maybe it'll give me a good rhythm. But I think I heard the first two songs. You got a song with Drake, right? Yeah, a song with Drake, and he had a song with uh, J Cole. I heard okay. a song with J Cole, and it was, it was, it was cool. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think it's called Stressed. If I'm not, let me look. Yeah, it's called Stress. Yeah, that's the first song I seen on yeah. there. Yeah, so I think uh, that that one was okay. It's, it's, you know, I could ride say. And then, like I said, I like J Cole. You know, he J Cole spit. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give it the rest of it a real hard listen uh, on Monday's days. Hopefully tomorrow I get a good workout in and give yeah. it a full listen. Uh, that I, I need to catch. I haven't heard the whole Meek Mill album yet either. Though I told y'all go listen to that. Yeah. And I got about halfway through it. So we'll see. And uh, Gucci Man had a little project. Gucci Man has a project, uh, uh, So Icy Gang project. So I think it looks like he's on every song yeah. for the most part, but like some of his crew yeah. is on the song too. And I will say this: I've never been a fan of Gucci lyrically. By Me any neither. Means. <laughs> so Icy was was a good song though. Yeah, but I uh, but he, boy, you know Gucci's trap beats, his beats hit. They do. You know they hit. They you do. know, and so. Like I'm looking at it right now, he has a song Quavo right now. I'm sure that one hit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he has those bangers, especially when you're working out. He got bangers to work out to. Now, like I say, I've never been a. I probably won't ride in my car and uh, listen to him like that because that's when I ride in my car. I'm kind of cruising. I'm actually listening to the lyrics a little bit more yeah. and getting a little bit to it. But um, so he's not, he's not that kind of guy for me. But like I say, in the gym, like I say, the beat knocking and everything else. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm definitely all the way in. I'll give him a, I'll give him a chance. Um, so, uh, let's move on to movies and Netflix. Um, Halloween came out. Yeah, man. I still haven't seen it, man. I, I saw that you made that review. Well, I'll let you give the review. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to give, first of all, Brandon Pace. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you disrespect a masterpiece that they put out? So, so listen. This is, my, this is my thoughts on this, about this movie. So... I'm not sure what everyone was expecting. Yeah, and I saw like a lot of people. It's been mixed. It's been I saw I seen some people upset. Yeah, about it. They not liking how it ended. I also seen some people be like, "Man, this is like the best one they've had in years." Exactly, it was. In in my opinion, it was because I felt like it was the perfect mixture. The violence wasn't too ridiculous. There were a few deaths where I was like, "Okay, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe went a little too far on that one," but nothing nothing he did. Was ridiculous. Yeah. There's nothing he did that's ridiculous in that movie. I thought he was vintage Mike, smooth, stealth, yeah. pop out at the right time. You know what I'm saying? He was he was on he was in his bag did the whole it, movie. Did it go to the? I always like it. A lot of people don't like this. I always like it when they kind of get into the backstory. Stuff. Yes, they did, and that's what I'm saying. That's the perfect mission. They gave you the history. They 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 talked about uh, you know the origin in 1978. You know, they had their, first of all, they had the original Mike. Mike is almost 80 years old. He was in that thing. And they had Jamie Lee Curtis in that thing. Now, yeah. Jamie Lee, she was chilling this movie. You didn't really see a lot of her. Yeah. You know, so. She might ain't got in like that no more. She might not. <laughs> she might be saving it. She might be saving it because, you know, they're going to they keep this thing going for oh, another. Yeah. Till one of them die. Yeah. They'll, they can replace Mike, but you can't replace Jamie. Yeah. So, they're going to keep this thing going, man. And I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, but I'm giving too much away. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna check it out this weekend actually and yeah. get my. I'm gonna sit watching by myself too. Yeah, so I can really kind of really get into it. I feel like when I watch with other people, they 
do so much talking and laughing. Yeah. It takes me away from really getting into the movie. So yeah. I'm definitely checking out this weekend. And now that you said that, it's been great. Like I said, I heard reviews from everybody else, too. I, I'm going to kind of come up with my own review. I'm just I trying to figure out what did y'all expect. Yeah. Like, it, it, the, some of these reviews I'm hearing, it sounds like people that aren't true fans that don't really know what's going on. Right. I'm like, if you don't know what's going on, then, then yeah, then you probably wouldn't gonna like it anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I know exactly. I've seen every single <laughs> one. So what from my take from watching from 1978 to now, this was great. This might have been the best one. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I'm happy that. Okay, good. Cause yeah, I didn't like those uh, remakes that the Rob Zombie did. Yeah, so. he's a he's a jerk. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe he even did that. Like, come on, man. But yeah. Anyway, um, what else? Oh, the shows. Um, I haven't really seen any good shows come out. I did want to talk about the documentary that we had, uh, the one that I was telling you about, uh, Bad Sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did, too. Now, <laughs> I saw the basketball one. Man, that thing, I was on the edge of my seat, dog. Like, that was a good one. And, and they're an hour each, so it's like, yo, that was like a movie. I'm just really, really shocked. Because I followed 1994 sports, period. Right. I never heard about that. I had no idea that Arizona State was in the, the point shaving thing. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I heard about it, but, again, I was I was fairly young, so I didn't completely understand it. Um, and I, I saw the uh, the trailer for, yeah. for it. It was good. When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this kid might be right. This yeah. is like it. So, that's another thing this weekend. That... Uh, Halloween, yeah, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna try to check out the Dave Chappelle before they take it off. I just watched it before I came. Oh, you did? <laughs> I just watched it before I came, and yes, it was, yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave did his thing. And I don't know what everybody's talking about with that because I don't think he was disrespectful, I think his jokes were tasteful, yeah, they were funny, like they were really funny. Like, not, and even if I was in someone else's shoes, I wouldn't have been offended by the way he said it because right. everything he said was fact and funny. I think we have to be able to differentiate, and that's why we really need to have the conversations Yeah, with, with people of all kinds. It's more so than anything else. I think you can have an opinion and not agree with someone, right. and it not necessarily be racist. Right. Uh, or all these other, I go, xenophobic. They can't, they, they can't, they uh, can't. Homophobic. They, they can't cancel them after that. So yeah. I'm, I'm just like, telling you like that. Like, yeah, I don't think, so again, but again, you, you, you also need to hear from a trans person's perspective of why and that's they why I are say, offended. That's why I say listen to it because in the in the special, he mentioned someone that he made that he made friends with mm-hmm. after the special. I mean right. after after one of his shows. Right, right. So he made friends with a trans after his show. Yeah. I was like, I was like, see, like what y'all talking? I don't get like people. People probably didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, and they probably was just like, oh my god, just try to be outraged for and, no reason. And that's why I said we have to learn to listen to each other because I think people say things and do things. You feel the type of way about it. And you just basically shut down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hopeful we can get to a point where we can just talk. The big part of the problem, we can't talk to each other respectfully. Yeah. You know, so if we can get to a point where we can talk to each other respectfully, get your side of it, you get my side of it, and then we all be able to move forward. But hopefully we'll be able to get to that point one day. But I'll, I'm going to check it out uh, and just kind of get my own feeling and idea yeah. about how it really was and yeah. how I felt about what he was saying. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was too bad. But anyway, um, oh, last thing. So, Back to Bassport, they had. Um, I also watched the one where the dude wanted to be a NASCAR driver and right. and a dope dealer. Right. 
So not dope dealer. He was selling weed. NASCAR driver and dope dealer. He was he was, a, he was slanging weed like back then. <laughs> I'm like, it was just too much, man. I was like, I, I couldn't even finish that one. That was like 40 minutes. I'm like, hey man, that's not. That's like a weird combination right there. Like, why he has aspirations of being a NASCAR driver, and and he had pounds and pounds of weed. Oh, this had to be in North Carolina, or South Carolina. Man. I can't remember where it was. It was in the country, though. It was in a small town, but yeah, it, that that one was good. I need to watch the horse one though. That's the one I really wanted to watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to check that out this weekend. But episode one thirty eight in the books. Um, got some great action tonight. We're about to tip off in about forty minutes. Uh, live from Cyprus, Johnny Gill and Sean Ellis were out.